When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Again, friends, and welcome into Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips with Gamecock legend Kip Balknight. The Gamecocks took two out of three from Charleston Southern over the weekend, and South Carolina will face Furman Tuesday at 4 o'clock, matinee game at Founders Park before the Clemson series coming up this weekend. So we'll have a more detailed podcast later in the week on the Clemson series. Today we're taking a look back at this Charleston Southern series. The Gamecocks are now 6-2, and two, and Carolina beat uh, Charleston Southern 7 to nothing on Friday in front of a crowd of 6,557 at Founders Park. A record-setting day for Gamecock starter Adam Hill. Seven innings pitched, 14 strikeouts, no hits allowed. It was no-hit ball pitched by Adam Hill. No walks either, and he faced one over the minimum. One Charleston Southern batter reached on an error in the sixth inning. So, Kip, uh, 14 strikeouts, a new Founders Park record, and Adam Hill looked as good as he's ever looked. Yeah, Adam Hill was good from the beginning. Uh, Emerson, he just came out, pounding the strike zone, trusted his stuff, and certainly uh, made an adjustment from the prior start, and that's exciting to see. That obviously means these guys are certainly being well coached, and I'm sure he had a good bullpen session with Skylar Mead, the pitching coach here at South Carolina, and uh, he came out, he established his fastball for strikes early, and uh, we've certainly seen him throw his slider in the past, and it's a good one. And uh, he even had his third pitch, which is a changeup. And quite frankly, it was just as dominant as the other two. He was outstanding from the beginning and 14 strikeouts of no-hit ball through seven innings. What more can you ask for in a in your Friday night guy? But he was outstanding and uh, just a great team win. They Bats were good, and Gamecocks win 7 nothing on, on in game one against Charleston Southern. Pretty pretty solid effort. Kip, do you think Hill would have liked to stay in, try to get that no-hitter? Well, I mean, of course. I mean, anybody anybody would want to. I mean, I, I've actually been in that scenario before, and um, it's tough coming out. But uh, it, it was the right move. I, obviously, uh, you know, I think – Mark Kingston and Skylar Mead would be the first to admit they're not they're not uh, ever going to put a guy's arm in jeopardy uh, for you know anything like that. And, and even if it was just you know to, for the betterment of the team, that would have been more of just an individual type deal. But these guys uh, they realize that there's more more to it than just uh, you know trying to win a game, if you will. So they, they're going to make sure they take care of these guys' arms and. They certainly handled that very, very well so far this year. Gamecocks beat Charleston Southern 7 to nothing, and Carolina hit four home runs. Jonah Bride, a two-run home run in the bottom of the second, his first of the year. LT Tolbert with a solo home run to right, his second of the year, also in the second inning. That made it 3 to nothing. Gamecocks. And then in the bottom of the sixth, Jacob Olson with a two-run home run to left. Bottom of the seventh, freshman Noah Campbell hit a solo home run into the right field bullpen. And then in the bottom of the eighth, Chris Cullen, 
added an RBI single. So the Gamecocks won seven to nothing. Hunter Lomas pitched the eighth. Parker Coyne pitched the ninth. Carolina seven. Charleston Southern nothing. And then on Saturday, big offensive performance by the Gamecocks. Fifteen hits and four home runs in a fourteen to two win. Cody Morris pitched five plus innings, struck out three to get the win for South Carolina. Jacob Olson with a two-run home run in the bottom of the fifth. And then Carolina had a six-run sixth. Carlos Cortez with a two-run shot. Jonah Bride hit a triple and scored. And later in the inning, a two-route, three-run home run by Justin Rowe. 14-2 Carolina. Kip, the Gamecocks hit home runs, four of them, in both of the first two games of the series. Yeah, pretty impressive, Emerson. Again, a, a total team effort on Friday and then extended on over into Saturday. And, you know, it's just it's been very, very refreshing to watch this team. They're playing with a chip on their shoulder. They're playing very hungry, uh, a total team effort in, in many of the games this year. And you know, we're seeing guys have really, really good at-bats at the plate. And, uh, you know, I think of a guy like Carlos Cortez who finally got things going on Saturday and fisted off a, a two-run single, I believe, in the fifth or sixth and then gets a two-run shot in his next and final at bat on Saturday and and then gets lifted as the Gamecocks were up by 10-plus runs. And, and I said on the broadcast on SEC Network, I'm thinking, what a great move there. You get Carlos Cortez out on a positive note after struggling a lot of, you know, the main portion of this season. And then you get a young guy to get to come in there. So, I mean, I just think Mark Kingston and Skyler Mead and the rest of the staff are doing a wonderful job so far with, mixing guys in and out and, and choosing the times to, to take them in and out, especially the pitching staff. But what we've seen so far out of Carlos Cortez is a guy that loves to win, he's competitive, and he's a team player. I mean, we've seen him out of the first guy out of the dugout when guys are hitting home runs, and he's excited. Now he in turn got to hit that home run on Saturday, and the guys are definitely excited for him. So the Gamecock bats have been outstanding so far this year. And, um, you know, to get him hot as well is going to be going to be fun to watch. Sunday's game, a much different story. Carolina with just four hits and a 4-2 to two Charleston Southern win. The game had an hour and 13-minute rain delay. And, Kip, I watched the TV broadcast on Sunday. In fact, I caught all but about one inning of the broadcast on Sunday with you and Birch Antley on the SEC Network. And Charleston Southern got a fantastic outing from their starter, Tyler Weekly, who was the winning pitcher in this game. And you were talking about Weekly. Kip, you said that uh, Weekly didn't have as good a stuff as the Friday and Saturday starters for Charleston Southern, but you said that he had pitchability. And I'd never heard that expression before, Kip. All the years I've been following baseball, I'd never heard that term. What does that mean? Yeah, pitchability is just a guy that knows what he's got and he's able to more than likely read a hitter swing and change the – he was changing speeds with all his pitches. I mean, he was not just sitting at 86, 87. He was throwing, you know, some fastballs in that were sinking and running a little bit more that might only cross the plate at 82, 83 miles an hour, and then he'd zip one in there at 86 or 87. So he was changing speeds with all his pitches. He was attacking the hitters. And he was – what I would say is definitely he was below hitter speed. Most of the time, these guys, especially in Division One and in the SEC, are facing guys that are throwing, you know, 88 to 98. And, you know, this guy was below that speed. So he uh, did a great job of keeping the guys off balance. And I, I certainly could tell they were frustrated and probably going back to the dugout going, God, this guy just, you know, doesn't have great stuff. But again, his pitchability, his, able, his ability to be able to, mix in all his pitches, change speeds with all his pitches, 
and I think recognize some of the hitters were starting to try to lean out over the plate and maybe take it the other way, and he would zip and throw it inside on them. So, again, job well done by uh, Tyler Weekly on Sunday for Charleston Southern. I'm more impressed and and want to tip my cap to what he did as opposed to getting upset and anxious and worried about how the Gamecock bats uh, failed to to produce. Because Mark Kingston said in his press conference, on a Sunday, if your team only gives up four runs, you feel pretty confident that you're, you know, the Gamecock bats are going to score enough. I think they're averaging nine runs a game right now, and they would mo- more than likely win more than they lose, only giving up four. And, uh, you know, you're going to have those games, and th- and that's okay. And they'll they'll go back and watch the, the film and, uh, you know, see if there's any adjustments to be made, see if some of the swings and maybe were, uh, maybe they took some pitches they should have swung at or vice versa. But um, this is certainly a well-coached team. I can see that from the very, very beginning of this season and I think it's a lot of Gamecock fans should be really really excited and coming out of the ballpark supporting this program. Kip I enjoyed hearing you talk about Tyler Weekly's pitch ability good broadcasters give you information and they give you education and I got a little bit of a baseball education listening to you and Bert Chandley on Sunday so I appreciated that. Ridge Chapman took the loss for the Gamecocks five and two-thirds four earned runs three hits five strikeouts and three walks just four hits for the Gamecocks. LT Tolbert, however, continued his hot hitting. Two for three with two runs knocked in, and Tolbert is batting 500 on the season, Kip. He's 14 for 28. Yeah, Tolbert's been uh, he's been outstanding. Obviously, having Madison Stokes out of the lineup uh, creates a little bit of a hole, but uh, I think you know it's it's just it's been beyond impressive watching LT Tolbert. He's doing a great job of taking what the pitchers are giving him. And he's not trying to do too much. He's hitting the ball out of the ballpark when he gets that cookie, if you will, that's normally a, a down and in or thigh high or middle end fastball that he can drive into the right field bullpen. But other than that, he's, he's using the middle of the field. It looks as if his approach is just trying to stay in the middle of the field and drive the baseball. And he's hitting it to the left center field gap up the middle as well as the right center. And he's uh, been pretty tough at the plate. And I tell you, it's just, there's been a lot of good at bats. I mean, you see. Hunter Taylor is starting off uh, really, really well. He's uh, swinging the bat great. you got uh, just tons of guys all through the lineup that are hitting the ball really, really well for the Gamecocks. And they're playing good defense, and they're playing with a passion and energy that I just don't think we saw in the last couple of years. So this team, you can tell, enjoys playing the game. They enjoy winning, and they enjoy each other. And uh, I, I, I can't say enough of how well coached I think this ball club is. And I think the best is yet to come uh, under the Mark Kingston era. Kip, an effective and an interesting blend of speed and power for the Gamecocks so far through eight games this year. 16 home runs already for South Carolina. This time last year, through eight games, the team only had four home runs and already eight triples this year for the Gamecocks. So, you know, even though the Gamecocks have dropped two games, you get the feeling that – this has the potential to be a very solid ball club in 2018. Yeah, I think so. And, again, I mean, I think what we look at is, you know, some people may say that didn't come to the game. Oh, well, they played VMI and Charleston Southern and Winthrop. And, so, you know, that VMI squad, as well as Charleston Southern, I mean, they, Charleston Southern, the pitchers that, you know, we saw for the most part, I mean, they had, they had four or five guys that were pretty daggone good. And in uh, VMI especially, VMI had some really good arms. And the parity in college baseball right now is just – at an all-time high. So I, I was very, very encouraged and pleased, especially with the fact that, yeah, these guys got older, but you're looking at a, a lineup 
that Emerson, I mean, literally is basically the same as it was last year. I mean, majority of these guys in the lineup are the same. And, yeah, they're a year older, but I definitely think the approach is better and um, more well-suited. And, and, you know, that is a hitter's ballpark, and you should be able to hit balls out of the ballpark. And they've certainly shown that they can do that. And, obviously, Sunday was a situation where, you know, they – they didn't hit any, and that can be a concern too sometimes. When you play long ball, can you still win those games when you don't hit home runs? And I, I don't think that's an issue right now. I truly don't. It did happen that game. But, um, you know, I think that uh, it just, again, it, you tip your cap to that pitcher entire weekly. He did a really, really good job. And Johnson behind me, the lefty coming in throwing 88-90, was really, really good too. And, and then they had their closer coming in at the end that was outstanding as well. So uh, that was just one of those you run into a buzzsaw sometimes. So a lot of positive from the Gamecocks. And obviously having Furman tomorrow night, looking forward to hopefully a good Gamecock win there. And then you got the big series in Clemson. It should be a lot of fun in the state of South Carolina come Friday. Logan Chapman will get the start for the Gamecocks. Four o'clock first pitch Friday. Matinee action at Founders Park. It'll be the ninth of ten games, a ten-game homestand for the Gamecocks to open the year. And then uh, Furman, by the way, three and four on the year. They swept three from Maris, but they've lost their last four, and they were swept by NC State this past weekend. So then the Gamecocks will turn their attention to the Clemson series Friday night, 7 o'clock start. The Gamecocks and Tigers will meet. That'll be the final game of the Gamecocks' 10-game homestand to open the year, and then we'll have a 3 o'clock first pitch Saturday at Fleur Field in Greenville and a 2 o'clock start Sunday at Doug Kingsmore in Clemson. So, Kip, uh, you and Birch Antley will have the call of the Furman game Tuesday on the SEC Network Plus and Friday's game against Clemson also on the SEC Network Plus. So, looking forward to watching you guys. You know, for all the folks that won't be making it out to these two games this week, everybody can watch on TV. That sounds great, Emerson. Go Gamecocks. Hey, thanks very much. That's Kip Balk Knight. Kip's with us all season long here on Gamecock Central Radio. And he and I will come back later in the week and give you a full preview of the big series with Clemson coming up this weekend. Thanks for joining us for Gamecock Baseball Talk here on Gamecock Central Radio. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.